I want to let you know about something that very few people realize we're doing, but we are big on discipleship. And we have a program that we call DEMO. It stands for Discipleship Evangelism Missional Outreach. We are using this all around the world, but we are focusing primarily on three nations in Africa right now. And we literally have hundreds of thousands of people per week that go through this discipleship program. And we aren't just giving people a fish, but we are teaching them to fish. We are training them on how to raise their own crops, how to deal with purified water. It's just a program that's reaching a lot of people. There's a lot more information about it than what I'm able to give you here. Go check it out, our demo ministry. Today we're talking about the subject, what happens when a Christian sins? Now, I know there's a great controversy in the body of Christ about, you know. Some people are Arminian, some people are Calvinism. And Andrew himself takes a position kind of in between those things. And so I'm not trying to answer any theological debates over the hundreds and hundreds of years of church history because that won't be settled today. But when we want to answer this question, what happens when a Christian sins? God has given a new covenant. There's an old covenant and there's a new covenant. And in the new covenant, part of the new covenant is this. From Hebrews chapter 8 and Hebrews chapter 10. God in the new covenant said, your sin and your iniquity I'll remember no more. Thank God for the new covenant. Thank God that God has made an agreement with man the believer in Jesus Christ that your sins and your iniquities he'll remember no more. It says in Romans chapter 4 around verses 6 it says, Blessed is a man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. You see the re reason, well, let me just say it this way. 1 John 1 8 says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. I can't say I'm perfect in myself. I do make mistakes. I don't want to make mistakes. I do sin. I don't want to sin. But there's times that I sin. And the reason that I'm still a child of God, even though I've made mistakes, even this day, is because God in the new covenant 
through Jesus Christ said I'll make an agreement with you your sins and your iniquities I'll remember no more because Jesus Christ went and bore the judgment of those sins and blessed and the happy is the person to whom the Lord will never hold their sin against them. Now on the other side of the coin there's an extreme that some believers think well because God won't hold sin against me I should never confess my sin. There's not a place to confess my sin. There's not a place to repent as a believer. I don't believe that's true. When we go to the New Testament, go through the book of Acts. Let me give you an example. Acts chapter 8. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and he preached Christ. And this is how the people responded in verse 12 of Acts chapter 8, verse 12. And when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and blood men and women. And they became believers and they were baptized. And then verse 13, then Simon himself believed and when he was baptized he continued with Philip wondering and beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Simon became a believer and he was baptized as well. And then if we go on down into verse 18, it says, When Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money saying, Give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands on, he may receive the Holy Ghost. And Peter said unto him, Your money perishes with you because you have thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. Your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, this particular thing in your heart, and pray to God if perhaps the thought of thy heart may be forgiven you. You see, if God ever held sin against me, I would never 
be able to remain his child. So God says, I will not hold sin against you. But there is a place for forgiveness. And there is a place for cleansing in the life of the believer. When we find that our heart is moving away from God and our heart is not right. You see, Simon, Simon himself believed and was baptized and he had been in sorcery before and he had used a demonic power and people said he was a great man of God but it was all demonic but when he repented when he believed when he was baptized he began to hold, behold Philip and saw the true miracles but then his heart turned to the past and said I want that power because everybody would say I would be great if I had this power so I could lay hands on people and receive the Holy Ghost and have all this power these men have Peter said your heart is not right your heart's not right. You can't buy God's gifts with money. Repent of this thing that's in your heart. And receive a cleansing. And let God restore your heart. There is a cleansing that the believer can, can have and where their heart is restored back to a proper place. So if their heart is evil, so you see, the heart is not like the spirit. See, the spirit is complete and it's perfect. But the heart can be influenced either by the world or by God. And there's times our heart is influenced by the world. And at that point, we need to repent of that particular thing in our heart. We need to ask forgiveness and let it be cleansed so our heart can be restored. But in truth, God never held our sin against us positionally. Or I would cease to be a child of God. What happens when a believer sins? He needs to deal with that issue. He needs to get his heart right. He needs to say, God created me a clean heart. Renew in me a right attitude. But you see, God never positionally held his sin against him. 
Because in the new covenant, he says, I accept you, I love you, you're my child. And neither anything today or anything tomorrow, neither death nor life, nothing will ever separate me. Separate you or me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. But repentance is something that does need to continue in our life. And there's times, just like for instance in marriage, you see, salvation is like being married to the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's times in my relationship with my wife that I've done something wrong, but I didn't cease to be married because I did something wrong. But in, but in any relationship that we have, there's times we need to deal with issues. And say, honey, I'm glad you didn't divorce me because I made a mistake. But I shouldn't have said what I said. And I need to deal with this issue and I'm asking your forgiveness. I believe that's the, probably the spirit in the heart of the scriptures. There's times we need to deal with our issues. We see that our heart is not right. We need to make a turn and return and let God cleanse us and restore our heart so it's clean. But positionally, before God in the new covenant, we never cease to be his child. Because he loves us, he accepts us through the merits and the work of Christ. So I hope today's teaching what happens when a Christian sins. It's not something that I've confused you with. But I hope it's something that has helped you that in times when you need to draw near to God that you'll draw near to God. And in times when Satan is trying to condemn you over the issue of sin that you will realize that Jesus Christ did a perfect and a complete work forever. I'm just going to end with this scripture. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 14 says by one offering he's perfected forever through that one offering. Those that are sanctified those are set apart unto him. 
abatu kuzibwa eliye God bless you as you walk with the savior today katonda bawo mukisa ngamutambula no mulokozi wa lero